everyone, and welcome to Drunk Musicals. I'm Julie. I'm Jenny. I'm Roseanne, and we are Three, Three Drunk, Drunk Redheads. We are here to break down some of your favorite Broadway shows. We'll be bringing you history, trivia, and plot descriptions while also getting sufficiently toasted. Please be advised that this podcast will contain adult language and themes not suitable for children, as well as some drunk singing that's not suitable for anyone. All right, everyone, places! Thank Thank you, places! And enjoy the show! Hey, everyone! Hi, guys! Welcome back! To Drunk Musicals! To the Drunk Musicals! Ah, what is that? (laughs) I'm just giving everybody a hint at the musical that we're doing you today. You Russian. I know. I was like, <laughs> shut up. It's very obviously Scottish. Oh, oh my oh, God. We're, it's a little better. No. No, it's still really No, that's bad. not my actual best Scottish accent. I was trying to be very dramatic. Did you guys guess mm. what the musical is yet? No. no it's. One, no one's going to know what this is. It's the, everybody knows know. it. It's a very famous it's the show. Scottish band. play. No, nope. it's not. No, 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 no. no, 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 no it's no, a Scottish no, no. musical. It's, a, it's the oh, other no. one. Are you uh, Shrek here? <laughs> <laughs> we're doing Shrek. <laughs> we're not no, doing that's Shrek. Not no, right. we're doing. Brigadoon. Brigadoon. Blooming under. Because I don't know the winning words aside from Brigadoon. And I just, I, I'm a bass. <laughs> Alright everyone, you know the drill, it's another episode, we're all totally excited to be here. Yeah. Um, let's go around and uh, remind everybody who we are, what we're drinking, we'll start with Jenny, and then maybe we'll end with our typical lineup, or maybe there'll be a surprise. <gasps> oh my Who's god, a surprise! What's a surprise? Jenny, go ahead. That's loud. Hi, I'm Jenny, I am... Here to do drunk musicals with one of my, I don't know, this might be one of my favorite shows. I love Brigadoon. I know it's not something that everybody is like, yes, but I am like that. And so I like Brigadoon. I'm here to talk about it today. I'm drinking red wine. What a surprise. Wow, you never drink that. I know, I never drink red wine. (laughs) To be fair, I was preoccupied before we started filming, filming? Recording. Because I was putting my son to bed, so... I didn't have time to make a fancy cocktail. We Whatever. did special things. Yeah, we did. <laughs> wow. We sure did. Sorry. Sorry. Hey everyone. Uh, <laughs> Julie here. Um, I'm super excited for this show. It's, it's It was kind of a sleeper hit for me, for sure. Um, <laughs> one that definitely grew on me. Okay. And um, today I am back to my old nonsense, and I'm drinking an old-fashioned. Aw. Hey. Roseanne here. Um, I'm drinking a G&T, also known as a gin and tonic. We went out for some Mexican food right oh, yeah. before we got here. There were many margaritas. So we had so many marks before we got to oh, where right. we are today. It's true. And now, oh, and I it's crazy because I had Mexican food tonight and five years ago on this eve. <laughs> I had Mexican food and I created my first daughter. So stay tuned in nine months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> but yeah, so... All the stars are aligned and things are happening. There you go, Brigadoon. We're and here. that's and that's all three of us. Oh yeah. wait, <gasps> what? What? Is this 
this person to my left, my right. Oh gosh, they <laughs> can't see. It doesn't Where matter. Where are they? They're invisible. Oh, just oh, oh, get over the table. <laughs> this <laughs> is a very special night because we have our second guest star. We'd like to introduce to you our Biffle. Jessica! Yay, Jessica! We don't do last names because we have good. careers. Snaps for Jess. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I know next to nothing about Brigadoon. That's my favorite. The last yeah. guest star that we had knew next to nothing about Mamma Mia. It might, it might, it might be a crazy. theme. Yeah. It's yeah. Crazy. So, um, so, what are you drinking tonight, Jessica? I, I am also. What am I drinking? And also an old fashioned. I'm drinking also an old fashioned. It's we delicious. added some Lacroix to it. And I, we did no. because I can't feel my face. Oh really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't there. I didn't have Lacroix in my. No, I, I did. Big margarita. I had a large I, yeah. margarita. I think I, we, we all had two. Had big, I had yeah. two, two big margaritas. Yeah. Mine was smaller. It was lovely. Jenny had a child though. So. Yeah, that's she true. Ch- but the child did not have margarita. No, he yeah. did not. He had. Milk. That would be he irresponsible. Was, he was very responsible. He, he drank milk. But when we finished, we we put all of our empty drinks in front of him. We did. We did. We, we actually did. should have done that for real and like taken a picture. Just like, oh my god, Riker! Yeah, <laughs> missed opportunity. I know, for real. So mm-hmm. let's talk about Brigadoon. Brigadoon. So I'm gonna apologize in advance. Ugh. 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 For the accents that are going to come out, I'm not gonna do it. I will. I will 100 percent do it. I have a really good strategy. Jenny has a really good one. I feel like I have an okay one, but the okay one is not going to be coming out tonight. I, I, tonight I is going to be Shrek all the way. <laughs> I had to be perfect at all times, so I had so much alcohol. Ugh, I, to I do not have to be perfect. <laughs> oh, no. See, I'm going to be like Yorkshire. I'm going to do the Yorkshire. <laughs> and then I'm going to get confused. I mean, some of the characters are American. And the next thing we know, I'm going to be... Jamaican, because I always go back to that. Oh my gosh, my best friend. Go back friend, to my roots. Yeah. My best friend, whenever he has to do an accent in a show, he has to like work it and like work it so hard because if he doesn't, he ends up going into Transylvanian. Oh, I go into so Jamaican. Bad. It doesn't always, make sense. Always. always if you're listening, you know do. who you are. Yeah. Jamaican. A lot of people go I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but yes, Anthony, we're calling you out. We don't do last names. Yeah. All right. So, so you're going to Julie, um, Usually, like, hooks us up and um, tells us what we're supposed to talk about, but tonight she shit herself in the bed. I'm sorry I didn't do all so, of the work for this show. I only did 99% yeah. of the work. I don't ever do any work. I just show up and I drink and then I fall asleep or mm-hmm. eat chips. And you also look beautiful while doing That's it. That's true. But no one sees what I do or sees anything. I see you. A, we see oh. you. Oh my god. Girl. Got it. I feel Waving so... through a window. <laughs> That's what it feels like. <laughs> I feel so connected to everyone in this room right now. Aww. So a brief summary of Brigadoon. You ready? So it's like the future or like present time. And these people are in like these like dicks. They're in like New York. And they like live there. And then all of a sudden they're transported to this town. And they're like, how the fuck we get here? And, like, it's, like, they're all wearing, like, traditional garb. <laughs> this is supposed to be brief. <laughs> and then they, they're they there. And, like, the one guy, he meets this girl. Don't and then, like, summary. he meets this one girl and he likes her. And then, like, his dude friend meets this other girl. But she's, like, a hoe. <laughs> and then they're, like, oh, we can't. Do we go back to the future? Or do we stay here in the Brigadon place? <laughs> the 
And then there's a wedding. It's like Outlander, but before it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. All right, good night, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And this has been Drunk Musicals. Okay, but before we kick off doing Brigadoon, shall we clink? Clinks, girls. Hey! So, this show was has book and lyrics by Alan J. Lerner, with music by Friedrich Lowe. They do go by, like, normally their collaborations are called, you know, by Lerner and Lowe. Lerner and Lowe. They also do the music and uh, lyrics for My Fair Lady, Camelot, Gigi. There were a few others in there also, but they're not as well um, mm-hmm. known, for sure. So, big um, names. And this was their first big hit. They had, like, three collaborations previously, but they were only, like, moderately successful. Um, I forget which one, but there was one of them that, like, it only ran for, like, 21 performances, and then, like, they called it a night. Like, And so what they ended up doing was, I know I'm skipping ahead in this a little bit, but they kind of looked at what was popular at the time. Mm-hmm. So this show premiered on Broadway on March 13th, 1947, at the Ziegfeld Theater. Um, also, in, like, the 40s, in the early 40s, was when Carousel and, like, Oklahoma were, like, really being big hits, so they were like, what do we gotta do to be a big hit? What else are big hits? Fucking Oklahoma and Carousel. Yeah. So I they kind like this, of... This idea is so much more original than Carousel I, or Oklahoma. Well, um, yeah, this was, this was pretty... To us, it seems very original, but actually, Lerner was... Um, there was there was like a New York Times article that was yeah like, I, I read about this yeah what, exactly what you're gonna say that was like Lerner was inspired by this old story called um, Germilshausen and he was like no I wasn't and he claimed that he he swears up and down that like he wasn't it was so it was this story called Germilshausen by this guy named Friedrich Gerstacker and in the story the village that was called Germilshausen um, which translates was, to Brigadoon. Does it? No. <laughs> I was like, I didn't. I didn't read. I didn't. I didn't find that in my research. That would be funny. That would be a little bit more. Where I'd be like, excuse me, Mister Lerner. Um, so there no, was, I swear I didn't so get that idea. A show called Germilshausen. It wasn't a show. It was like a story. And Germilshausen was this uh, village, but it was cursed, oh. and so it like sunk into the earth, oh. and it would only be able to appear once every hundred years. Sounds familiar if you know Brigadoon. Uh, yeah, if you don't, familiar. you'll learn because we'll get yeah, into it. we'll talk about that. Um, and he swears that he didn't know about the story until after he'd written his first draft. And then, But he also claims, which I believe to be true, that if you, when you look into old folklore, you sort of find like there's a sort of motif in mm-hmm. some old stories of like villages or castles in some versions that would appear once every hundred years or so. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like an old sort of folk... Um, uh, like trope, I guess yeah. you could say that trope. would kind of Folk show up. So I, I don't know. This isn't this is an unsolved mysteries, but it's a mystery, I guess, whether Lerner truly. I mean, it's possible maybe he was inspired by it and wanted to claim that he wasn't. It's also possible maybe he heard a story when he was a kid and kind of forgot about it and then thought he made it up. Mm-hmm. Or it's also possible that he totally made it up. It seems very obvious that it popped up in very different cultures and very different times. Yeah. So. Bless you! Oh my god, oh Jess, my god, we're doing I, a podcast. I know, look, keep your nose to your really oh, oh my god. I'm no. allergic to bullshit. Garamosha uh, uh, So we were, just, uh, we were talking about the musicals that were, um, what Learning and Lowe were trying to aspire to be like at the time period that were big hits, uh, namely the Rodgers and Hammerstein stuff. 
So Brigadoon and a lot of their other stuff is really much uh, a part of the same genre, and they're aiming to reproduce the the reason why those shows were big hits. They have this real, you know, predictable formula, but it works. Mm -hmm. And there's a love story. That's the main plot device. There's a minor love story. That's a subplot. And then you have beautiful choreography, costumes, grandeur, all of this stuff. Put it all together and you have a big grand Broadway musical. Only other thing I was going to add there was that uh, Lerner and Lowe also got Agnes DeMille to choreograph Brigadoon. And she was also extremely famous for having choreographed both Oklahoma and Carousel. So a big, fancy, traditional Broadway show with dancing, beautiful choreography, love story, love story subplot, and a little bit of magic thrown in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got a hit. Yeah. Awesome formula. Hey. So we should do, write our own musical. Yeah. 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 see how successful it is. Sure. So we talked about um, how it premiered on Broadway in 1947, March 13th. Um, it, there, it also had... Performances in 1950, 1957, 1963. People love the shit out of this. It thing. was revived so yeah, many times. Yeah, so many times. times. It was yes. done in the West End, 1949, 1988, and then of course we have the classic movie, which was done in 1954. Um, <laughs> I almost said 1994, and I was like, nope. wrong. 1994. Um, yeah, I classic Brigadoon movie. Classic Brigadoon movie. Gene Kelly. Yeah, I don't know. Gene Kelly was kicking around that. He made but, it to um, Xanadu. He did there make it go. to Xanadu. Oh, cool. um, so yeah, that that classic movie. I remember watching classic movies with my grandfather, and Brigadoon was definitely one of those movies. Wait, um, can we take a really quick time out? Time out. Yeah. What is? I want to go around the table. What is the? If you have one, and if not, just say you don't. What is the like most prominent like movie musical you remember in your childhood? Movie Why don't we start with Jess? We'll go backwards. Oh, shit. I don't know. You don't know? I, 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 I know. know. I'm going to go with Robert Streisand's Hello, Dolly. Oh, and I'm nice. going to go with Babes in Toyland. Oh, okay. okay. <gasps> Mine was, they had a uh, filmed version of um, Peter Pan with Mary Martin. Yay. I watched Oh, that. my God. It was so good. It was so good. We had a cassette tape of it. Yeah. And I would watch that shit we on had a VHS. VHS. That's what I meant. Not yeah. cassette. VHS tape. Like, I would watch it over and over and over as a child. As an adult, I realize that it's fucked up that Tiger Lily was played by a blonde chick. Like, Ah, a blonde chick. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. As a child, I was just like, I was like, I love the dancing. And I loved, like, Captain Hook's, like, how he would do, like, the tango and, like, it was, it was really cool. so good. It's I so watched that all that the time. That's like yeah. a thing. Jess, yeah. did you think of one? Yeah, okay. mine was Bye Bye Birdie with Anne Margaret. Oh, oh, that's a classic. I love. Okay, anyway. All right. So anyway, there Sorry. was the movie in 1954. Fun fact about the movie: like they, they talk about the Heather all the time. We were talking about this tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But the the Heather that they used in the movie actually wasn't Heather. It was sumac, and they oh. spray painted it purple. You did <gasps> movie in magic. the movie, mm-hmm. movie magic, yeah. yeah. And, and then there was a TV, yeah. There was a TV movie in 1966. Guess who starred in the TV movie? Without looking at the sheet I made, uh, <laughs> who? I don't know. Think another learner and low show. Mm, my fair lady. I'll just tell you, it's Robert Goulet. What? Yes. Robert Goulet. I was, thinking, I was thinking of a girl, a woman. No, like, we, we talked about him in our Carousel episode yeah. because he also did a TV movie version of Carousel where he played oh Billy Bigelow. And he played yeah. Tommy, who was the male lead in this show. We would have gotten to it anyway oh, when we get man. to like our notable performers, as yeah. we normally do, but 
I just had to since we were talking about it. So also it was done in, again in 2017 in New York City Center. And is that the version with Kelly O'Hara? Yes. yes. Yeah. Where Patrick Wilson. What? Yes. Oh, oh so yes. let me talk about Patrick Dead. Wilson. Dead. I love him. So love like, him. He's not Gene Kelly. Like, oh, no, no one's Gene not. Kelly. No one's Gene Kelly. I mean, that's almost so an unfair like, comparison, Jenny. Yeah. Not, I, just said, I just had to stick up for my boy James. Just get out of here, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, go to bed. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Patrick Wilson does something to me, and we'll talk about him in a little bit, but like sometimes I don't find myself being impressed with male vocals just yeah. because I'm more impressed with female vocals because I'm like fangirling and I'm like, it's so be easy like being a guy. Yeah, <laughs> it is so easy being a guy. So it's just like they all sound the same. They all can do the same thing, whatever. But there is something so special about Patrick Wilson's voice. His voice is very pure. Mm-hmm. It's so pure. And very like, pure. Like, like, like a I don't bell. know if like people like a bell. Like a bell. I don't know if people can understand that, but I really, really enjoy listening to. No, he's got a great voice. There's yeah, there, he just like yes. it's like a direct line to my vagina. Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Where he just sure, sings, okay. and I'm just like, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. what's yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I get that. So we're, um, this has obviously been performed a bunch. Um, our episode, our last episode, if you didn't listen to it, was Into the Woods, and that uh, show had oh, so many performers so and so many performances that when we got to this one, it was kind of similar. There were just this so is my many. Least favorite part I kind of, of had to, I kind of had to pare it down a little bit because Thank I didn't want to be Lord. talking about it so much. So, but I'm going to talk about the Fionas really quickly, and then I'll okay. let um, other people go. It's mostly because I want to talk about Mary and Belle for like two seconds because yeah. I feel like I feel like she needs some love. She's somebody who maybe hasn't gotten a lot of attention. So, the original Broadway cast um, for uh, Brigadoon, the main female character, her name is Fiona. Fiona McLaren. Fiona McLaren. And uh, she was played by Marion Bell. Now, this was Marion Bell's only Broadway show that she ever did. Um, She was mostly a singer. She did this show. And then she tried to do a bunch of opera, but, like, she kind of got, like, shit on because they were like, hmm. your voice, you're not an opera singer. And she, but like, if you listen to her singing this role, she's such a legit soprano that it's like kind of hard to deal with that. But she was married to Alan J. Lerner. Oh, uh-huh. oh, they okay. met. There they met. Is. Hang on, they met. It was not. An, it was not a Sarah Brightman situation. They met <laughs> at her audition. Oh, she, so it's not like he was like, here's my wife. She should be the lead. They met at her audition. They got married in 1947, the same year this premiered on Broadway. Aww. He left her six months after the show closed. Oh, fuck you. And she claims that it was because, like, he had moved on to his next show and he, like, had kind of moved on from her. So Ew. it's almost like a showmance that went so far they got married and then just uh, got divorced. Like, six I don't later. even want to do this show anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, apparently she had listed on her, like, request for divorce that, like, like she listed that he was, like, cruel. Like, like she listed cruelty as, like, the reason. But somebody, like, talked to her in the 90s when she was just, like, living her life in the 90s, giving, like, voice lessons, whatever. She was in remission from cancer at the time. Oh, um, God, it and keeps getting worse. She, that's why I want to give her, like, a little bit of spotlight. Yeah, thank you. Let's not talk about anybody else. Well, like, <laughs> and, uh, oh, and it's fine. But apparently she still, like, expressed, like, a lot of love for him. You know, it just seems like maybe, like, it just didn't work out. Like, it was kind of a showmance. She didn't express any ill will towards him. She did die in 1997. Um... But one of the, she struggled a lot in her life. She apparently during the war had sung overseas and at one point contracted hepatitis like really badly. Oh. And she kind of she kind of powered through it, but it caused her a lot of and actually she had sort of like a resurgence of it when she was doing the show. Um, when she was doing Brigadoon on Broadway. 
And it caused her, like, a lot of mental health problems throughout mm. her life. So she struggled a lot. But I just wanted to bring... I didn't want to make this be, like, a huge downer. But I wanted to bring a little bit of attention to, like, the original Fiona. Because she didn't have, like, an easy way of it. But she brought us this, like, super fantastic creation. So, did so she I wanted like, to highlight her a little. Did everybody get hepatitis? Not everybody. I guess just her. <laughs> while she was overseas. Um, so, yeah. other performers who have played Fiona, um, so Sally Ann Howes was, uh, one of, uh, the Broadway revivalists, I want to say 63, and she was also in the 66 movie with Robert Goulet, she oh. was played Fiona. Goulet. Meg Busser was also a Broadway revival, and, um, I'm gonna be totally honest, the number one reason I know her is because, um, she did Phantom, and so I have her in my, like, songbook for This Place Is Mine, because that's in my, oh. like, repertoire. Um, Kelly O'Hara did uh, the role in the uh, New York City Center. Sid Charisse did the movie. Love, um, lovely. And when I say that, I mean she acted and danced it. It was actually vocally dubbed by right. Carol Richards. Yeah. Yep. And I had to go searching for that because she is not credited Mm-mm. like in the film as being oh, dubbed. Which so is pretty common, Typical. I'm sure, back in the day. They, yeah. They're a little bit better about it nowadays if somebody's being dubbed. Yeah. They did that um, in Footloose, I'm just saying. Yeah. And so, um, just to give Carol What's Richards that? a shout out, go Carol. Hey, you, you go girl. You go girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so Jess, some boys. Do you want to? Yeah, does Jess maybe want to talk about our Tommies or do Roseanne? Do you want to do it? Yeah, whatever. Got go cool. Tommy in the original Broadway production was David Brooks. I don't know anything about these guys. I uh, yeah. Um, uh, David Atkinson was uh, in the one of the revivals. One of the revivals. Patrick Wilson, who we ah! all love, New York City Center. Gene Kelly was in the movie. No one's better than Gene Kelly. And Robert Goulet, 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 Goulet was in the TV movie. He's Robert yeah. Goulet, so you can actually see him. He's, he's Robert Goulet being Robert Goulet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Roseanne, take it. Yeah, oh, so we got our gifs. So we had, um, in the original Broadway cast, George Keane, help me. Asif Manvi. Asif Mandi. Manvi. 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 So he's um, not a traditional musical no, theater actor. No. He's like a comedian. He's a comedian. What? Yeah. yeah. I read well, the name and I was yeah. like, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. So the role of the, the role yes. of Jeff doesn't really. It's not like Jeff no, has he's, a song. He's, not he's, a he's very no. much like the straight man. Like yeah. he's the one who, when we get into the plot, will just yeah. be like, like hey, Gene like, Kelly's like, oh my god, I'm in love, and he's like, we gotta go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like a comedian, a comedian yeah. in this role actually, yeah, it fits really well. Ron Johnson in the movie, and then Peter Falk, who was Columbo. Yes, Columbo. Oh, we have to. I gotta find this and watch it. <laughs> I know. I feel like I need to watch it. So uh, is this the, the person I referred to earlier as a hoe? Yes. Yeah, the hoe. Yeah. This is Meg. Yeah. Yeah. What Meg is, a Meg hoe. is your, your fun times gal. Mm. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's great. She's get the, she gets the good songs, though. Yeah. Except oh, in the movie. They cut her songs in the movie. Well, they were, they a, were too risque for a movie in the 50s. It was the What's 50s. the name of the character who's like the girlfriend back in New York? What's her name? Jane. 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 The most yeah. plain name. I was thinking Jean, which is also a sister uh, or something, uh, right? Yeah, Bonnie Jean. Bonnie Jean. It's too much. Yeah, I know. Okay. But Meg, she's a it's a it's a good role. She's got two really great fun solo numbers. Uh, she was played by Pamela Britton in the original Broadway. Christine Ebersole. That stands for Irish Repertory. Oh, okay. I was like, oh. I didn't know anybody else in that production, but uh-huh. I saw that name and I was like, I know her. She's fantastic. She's so wonderful. Brilliant. And then. Stephanie J. Block was in the New York one recently. So did she win a Tony for Cher? For the she Cher sure Show. Did. She did. Wow. She sure Good did. For the Cher Show. Cher Show. Married to Sebastian Arcellus. Yeah. yeah. And then um, the bad boy of the show's name is Harry Beaton. Mm. The Judd. The, the Judd of, of the show. show. There'll be a lot of Harry Oklahoma. Beaton. Who's playing footsie with me? Uh, 
Not me. <laughs> I'm gonna guess it's Roseanne. Yeah, that <laughs> uh, makes you think. Harry Bean was originally James Mitchell. Yes, Ooh. and the main reason why I pulled him out Crazy. was to make a connection. Okay. To Oklahoma. Uh, of oh. course. He played Dream Curly. Oh. In the oh, movie of version I, of Oklahoma. Oh. Oh wait, Curly. Never mind. I'm thinking. Yeah, Dream Curly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He was a sort of sweetheart of Agnes de Mills. Um, mm-hmm. He apparently he was he was a really good dancer, but he wasn't like classically ballet trained. So apparently, he, the story goes, he showed up to the Oklahoma auditions and he like tried. <laughs> and Agnes de <laughs> was like, "Wait, stop! Who who trained you?" <laughs> And she, like, talked to him, and I guess he, like, danced more for her. And he, she brought him on as, like, assistant choreographer and, like, gave him, like, the lead dancer role. Mm-hmm. Even though he wasn't, like, super classically ballet trained. But, yeah. like, he had something in him that, like, she saw. <laughs> um, and Agnes DeMille, at, we talked about, choreographed this show, also did Oklahoma and yeah. Carousel. Mm-hmm. So she was so hot in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's so, so hot. So hot. Oh, so she's so she's hot. so hot right and now. And so, yeah, exactly. And so, <laughs> oh, she, cool. and so she put him as Dream Curly in the uh, Oklahoma... <laughs> So I just want to bring that connection because Harry, we're going to talk about him when we get to the thing. He is very much like a Judd-like character. Just like is in love and like can't get over it and kind of ruins everything. Um, But he does have some spectacular dance. Yeah, ruins a wedding in two different shows. Um, But he does have some really good dance moments in this show, particularly, whereas Judd was not known as a dancer in Oklahoma as far as I'm (laughs) concerned. So now's the point, Jess, you may not be familiar, where we go oh. around the table and we discuss um, any live productions we may have seen and or participated in, and then also um, maybe some first impressions versus current impressions, if that is a thing, if you saw the show sure. when you were younger and then when you were older, sure. may or may not apply. Um, why don't Shall we start with our guest star? Yeah, let's start with our guest star. I'm going to disappoint you. I have not seen the show live. Get out. That's okay. I know. Right I know. <laughs> I tried to watch the movie version. I got about two-thirds of the way through. Uh, my cat hated the music so much. That's She fair. started making a judgy face at me and got upset, and then that I turned the TV off. Yeah. And that's the end of my Brigadoon story. But the, the two-thirds I saw, I loved it. Mm, I good. dug it. I, I will watch it when she's not, you know, in the room because mm-hmm. she rules my life. And um, I'm excited to watch the rest of it. I think it's amazing. The music was beautiful. Yeah. yeah it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So um, my experience, Roseanne here, um, I auditioned for a production of Annie. I can't remember when. Like, it was a while ago. And I was cast as Lily St. Regis. And at the same time, like right after I auditioned and got that part, my friends auditioned for Brigadoon and they were all in it. But I really enjoyed the show and I don't know if I enjoyed it because I was biased because like three of my closest friends at the time were in it and I was just kind of like, oh man, I'm doing Annie. (laughs) But when I went, I sat front and center and I enjoyed the story of the show, too. Uh, and I just thought that it was, like, this cute little thing. But, yeah, I liked it. So Good. Yeah. Totally. So, I I didn't have, like, much familiarity with it until uh, last year, maybe two years ago. Um, a friend of mine was in the show, and he was playing a character named Charlie Dalrymple. Um, who there, there weren't a ton of people who I could see that I had like name recognition with, so I didn't include them on the notable performers list. Mm-hmm. Um, but Charlie does have like two songs in the show. One of the most beautiful songs ever in musical theater. 
Come to me, bend to me. I was gonna yeah. say, I was, I was like, when you said beautiful, I was like, I want to say come to me, bend with me, but it's home with so Bon Jean is also great, but it's not but so yeah. beautiful. Um, and so he was playing Charlie, and so I was like, well, I definitely have to go go see this. Um, and I, I, I loved it. I thought it was super cute. Um, I had a blast. And then I, in preparation for this, watched the movie, which I had never seen. But my mom loved the movie. And my mom's not, my mom's not like a big musicals fan. Um, but I remember I had mentioned that I was like, oh, it was like last year or two years ago when I was like, oh, Dave and I are going to go see Anthony and Brigadoon. And she was like, oh, uh, I love Brigadoon. Yeah, that's her, you know how we were like. What was your show when you? Yeah, were, maybe that's her. It's yeah, it's possible because she because she grew up in the seventies, so mm-hmm. it makes sense that maybe her parents saw it at some yeah. point when they were yeah. younger and showed it to her. Um, well, she was like a teenager in the seventies, I guess. But anyway, um, so that's mostly my experience with it. I just want to share, and we can cut this out if we need to. But I just want to <laughs> share a funny story. My fiance and I have been planning our honeymoon. I'll do the short version of it. We're planning our honeymoon. We were planning for Eastern Europe, like Prague and Ven- or Vienna or whatever. And after seeing Brigadoon, he was like, maybe we should go to the British Isles. Because now he just, like, really wants... It really inspired him to want to go to Scotland. <laughs> and I was like, let's give it a couple days. Let the Brigadoon... Yeah, let the Brigadoon wash out of your yeah. system and see if you still want to go to Scotland. Right. So, that's, that's mostly it. Not, not a ton. I mean, I, I think Meg... Since I since I saw my friend in it, thank you. Since I saw my friend in it a year or two ago, Meg has sort of eked its way onto sort of like a dream role list yeah. that I would love to do. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's that's mostly it for me. Um, I think the person who has the most to say about their personal experience with Brigadoon, we save the best for last. Oh Jenny. yay! So I'm Jenny. I love Brigadoon. I watched the movie when I was a teenager with my mom a bunches and bunches of times, so I've loved it for a long time. And then I've been in the show twice. So I did it my freshman year of college. Uh, It was the first big musical I got into in college, and so I was ensemble slash soprano soloist. And, you know, like it was just such a fun, great time when you're in college doing theater. Um, So that was great. And I am Scottish, and I'm obsessed with Scotland, so I was like... I want to be Fiona someday, but I haven't gotten the chance yet. Um, it could still totally it happen. It could still happen. I thought you played Fiona. I didn't. Um, this is actually kind of a funny story. So the second time I did it, I was in grad school, and I went to. I have a master's degree in anthropology. It's unrelated, but I was <laughs> in grad school, and the school I was doing my program at was doing Brigadoon their theater department was doing Brigadoon, and I was like, I fucking love this show, I want to do it again, I want to be Fiona. So I was like, I'm just going to audition for it, and it's like, what, you know, see what happens. So I went to auditions, and the director was like, made me sing, and made me speak, you know, do some lines and stuff, and I was like, thank you, and she called me later that day, and she was like, Jenny, thank you so much for auditioning. I really want you to come to our callbacks tomorrow, but I want you to know right now that I cannot cast you in a role. Why? <laughs> Because I was not a theater major in their department. Oh, no. And she said, I have to give the roles to my students, but I want you to be in the show. Um, Please help me. Help my ensemble. Um, If you could be my dialect coach, I would love you forever because my Scottish accent is on point. And please come to my callbacks and put the fear of God into my students because they won't know that you're not up for a role. Yeah. That's so awesome. I did go to callbacks. It's amazing. And I read for every female character and I sang for every female character and I hope that I put a fire under the feet of the women who are auditioning for the same roles, um, who actually did go on to have the roles. Where did you go to grad school? 
the University of West Florida. Oh. Yeah. What did you, what was your undergrad in? Theater. Oh, so you, you did undergrad yeah, in yeah. theater? Yeah, undergrad BA theater and then a master's in anthropology. Did, what was your, Jess, what was so, your? Oh, a long, long road. Yeah. Long road. I started as a theater major. So I'm uh, the only one here who that didn't oh, do a no, theater no, 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 major. No, no. Oh. first semester. I wanted to, but like I, I was, yeah, I, I knew. I oh, well, no, I did. Well. I did it first semester. I knew I didn't have what it took, so I didn't do it anymore. And I went to college for communication management, which was super boring, but Whatever. it got me a job. Yeah, I mean, and I don't then, think your college degree yeah. really matters because I was a theater major. I was not cast once mm-hmm. in anything in the entire four years I went there. Mm-hmm. And I've only done like three shows since. So You're the lead in a show right now. It's true. Yes. It's a play. That's so okay. it's not a musical. It's still a show. Yeah. It's still but, theater. But you've been a lead, I'm pointing to Roseanne, like <laughs> a billion times, you know? And so, like, yeah. It doesn't matter what your degree was in. True, true. I, I understand. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I was just it's interested to see what yeah. you Yeah, but it was, it was still fun being in the show. I and I will yeah. say, having been a theater major, while I sympathize with you, Jenny, I... Understand. I totally get it. And I did, too. Because, like, I wasn't cast once, yeah. but I also would have been even more pissed if, like... On top of not being cast, like Some an random. anthropology major came in and was like, "I'm going to be the lead." I would, I would have been like, "Wait, what?" Let's talk about the legacy and the awards just really quickly. Go for so, it, like man. the first ever Tony Awards was with, it was in April of 1947. Brigadoon was actually able to be a part of that, Woo! which is really yeah. fucking cool. The first. And Agnes DeMille, suck it, Carousel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Agnes DeMille actually won the very first Tony Award for choreography. So that's yay, really, really, really fucking cool. Um, other than that, really nothing. No, they haven't been no, no, um, no they haven't won anything. They've no. been nominated, but really nothing. No winning. There were some. Which is fine. Some some of the performers did win. I did see a lot of like theater world awards. Yeah, was like a thing. So there have been like a few non non Tony awards for like some of the Broadway runs, but like yeah, no Tony awards. Oh. I mean, it, even though there's been nominations for like best director, well, they won the best choreography. So that's yeah, they they won they won the very first yeah. ever best choreography. So I think that's yeah, pretty that's impressive. Pretty awesome. Yeah. So let's get to the fun part. But yeah. before we do. Us bitches, we're gonna freshen up our drinks. Gotta powder my nose. I'm gonna yes, because we need to look good for this. Yeah, yeah. Totally. and then just get ready because we're gonna start with Act One of Brigadoon, Brigadoon. which is the Brigadoon. fun fucking part. Hey. Clinky clink, bitches. Clinky clinks. Woo! <laughs> See you in a bit. Go get a drink. <laughs> Um, Tommy Albright and Jeff Douglas, and I don't they, think it's fair that you made fun of my Scottish accent when you just did that whatever. for your New York accent. <laughs> I won't. Come on, Julie, did you hear your Scottish accent? 
I don't, I don't know, know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, um, so we have these two New Yorkers that are on vacay, and, and they're like, "Oh, hey, it's vacay time. Let's go to Scotland." <laughs> As you do for spring, yeah. for, for spring break. They were, yo, they it's were spring going break, y'all. Game game I'm, I'm gonna, I really, I hear there's good game over in Scotland. Yep, that's, that's right. Let's get on that plane to fly fly and go over to Scotland and we're gonna go on vacay. Okay? Okay. okay. Alright, you got it. But, they get lost. Oh gosh. Oh, no. It's their oh, first God. night out. Oh, no. And they're just like, fuck, where are we? <laughs> ah! And then we hear the music. <laughs> And oh, so pretty. keep going, and I'll you can okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, keep going. So they're coming from a nearby village, and it doesn't appear to be on their map. They head over there, despite their reservations, to get directions back to their end. In and they find a fair, like a county fair, in progress. And then the villagers, they're dressed in traditional Scottish tartan. <laughs> Andrew McLaren and his daughters arrive. <laughs> At the fair to purchase supplies for younger Dr. Jean's wedding. Jean's getting married to Charlie Dollar on Dalrymple. Dalrymple. Whatever, guys. Charlie Dalrymple, you slut. Yeah. Yeah. You ignorant slut. So, he's getting. They're getting married. It's the fair. And that's like that's like the whole subplot of the show. Jean yeah. and Charlie are getting married. Yeah, who cares? That's Get married, y'all. Ha- Merry Christmas. That was great, everybody. I, I felt I, I felt like it was Christmas. Did it feel Eve. mystical? Yeah, I hope so. I think that's you know, like purpose. Christmas Eve, I felt like mystical. I did too. all the things are happening. Yeah. Like, yeah. I said that. So when you're listening to the 1954 soundtrack, anything that was recorded so in the 50s. 40s or 50s to me. Is yes. it sounds like Christmas? Gorgeous, because yeah. that's when all of the best like classic Christmas songs were recorded. So that sound yeah. style to me, yeah. yeah no, Christmas. I felt it. I was like, "Whoa, my childhood's happening." Mm-hmm. So anyway, they they stumble upon this fair, sure. and like everybody's wearing these weird ass clothes <laughs> and tartans, tartans. I was Back like, tartans. Apparently, they're like, so hey. they're getting ready hey. for Jean's <laughs> wedding. And she's wearing Charlie. Da, 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 da. She's wearing Charlie. She's wearing Charlie. I don't know what's happening. She murdered him and put, wore his skin. Yes. <laughs> it puts the soap the on its skin. Oh gosh. This guy's more interesting. Anyway, Woo. guys. So Harry, which is the Judd of the oh, show, no, Harry Beaton. Harry Beaton. Jesus Christ! Can you control your fucking noses? Anyway, <laughs> Harry is the son of Archie. Boo. It's a terrible name. <laughs> Archie. And, Wait, I'm isn't sorry. there a prince in England named Archie? Yes, he yeah. is, but he's not a prince. Oh, sorry. Not yet. New Lord. They, they kept him like a Lord Norfolk. Season. Like he's a Norfolk. Dauphin. Oh, a Norfolk. Yeah. No, no, the, no, the Dauphin is... The Dauphin? Um, the Darfin? The Darfin. This is a lot. The boy. 
The, anyway. George! George! His name is George. <laughs> Wait, is George the Dauphin? George. No. I mean, no, because, because they're not the French. Oh. But he is, England has he will to be, have a queen. He will be the crown prince. Yeah. Well, he won't be the queen. No, because mm. the queen's going to die one day. Are you okay? You, what are you Jess is hammered. I love it. I love it. I'm so sorry, everyone. We have barely gotten into, like, act one. Like, I'm trying. Harry! Harry is the son of fucking Archie. And he's so in love with Jean. He's madly in love with Jean. Harry's the father of Archie. Harry. Archie is Harry's father. Harry is the son of Archie. And Harry is in love with Jean. I know what I'm saying. And he's so fucking depressed because Jean's marrying some other bitch. So. Charlie. Charlie. (laughs) Get him straight. And he tries to find comfort in Maggie Anderson, but. I don't know what that Mom. means. That well, means no, no. Chick. Well, no, she's a girl in the village, and she's got like a big lesbian crush on him. Why? Is Wait, it, is she why? a lesbian? If he's a dude, I don't know. Does he have a vagina? No, it's just a mean goose thing. I don't know why I said it like that. It's confusing. But no, Maggie had a, has a huge crush on Harry, and Harry like isn't quite seeing it because he's so blinded by his love for Jean. Yeah. So all of a sudden, that's very it. heterosexual. So we have these dudes coming in from New York. There's the Harry thing. Harry Wong. And then one of the girls asks Jean, his her older sister Fiona, yo, when you get married, Fiona. And Fiona's like, yo. She's, she's old as fuck. She's like, what, 26? I'm 27. So she's basically going to die alone. Yeah. I think she's 27. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but Fiona's like, yo, I'm waiting for the right man to come around. I'm waiting for my dearie. And then I'm waiting for my dearie. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm waiting yo. for my dearie. Yo, and yo, that's yo. the song, Waiting for My Dearie. Let's sing some of it. Oh. Waiting for my dearie. And then Tommy, we go back to these New Yorkers. Oh, no. And they're like, hey, we're walking around this village. Where the fuck are we? And Archie's like, yo, you are in Bring It To. <laughs> and he's very angry about it. You fucks. How do you not know you're fucking in Brigadoon? Why is he from New York? Isn't there like a whole thing no. with the money? Oh, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The, the, the my synopsis like, doesn't talk like, about like that. The money is no good because it doesn't exist. For the oh, yeah. yeah. They're like, let's see oh, the yeah, money. Like, to pay. Potatoes or something. Yeah. We're fucking hungry. We're in this yeah. strange yeah, town. Look, I got these beans over here. I'll and they, and they don't know what the money is. No. It's, yeah. it's 200 years. They're like, I don't know. Their money doesn't work because yeah. their money is obsolete. Your money's no good it's here. It's insignificant. And Fiona's just like, yo. from the future. Fiona's just like, oh. I was waiting for my dearie. <laughs> so good. Right? So uh, good. So look good. at these young chaps so from New York City. And what was that? I don't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a gin talking. So, Fiona it's was Scottish like, gin. <laughs> Scottish gin. I should be drinking scotch. Uh, the one episode yeah. where you don't drink scotch. You guys uh, know that I drink scotch on the reg. It's true. I just so, don't feel like it tonight. Guys, back to Brigadoon. Oh, no. Fiona. It's like, oh, I see these guys. They sound interesting. Mm. I wonder where they're from. I've been waiting for the my dearie. <laughs> um, maybe one of them will fuck me. Maybe. <laughs> I'll invite them into my home and mm. give them a, a meal. Oh. And they can rest here. Yeah. So, and then all of a sudden, she's like, that's done. And then, like, the hoe comes mm. in. Oh, man. Every, every good show hey, has man. a hoe. Hey, man. Hey, Rocky. And she's like, oh, ah, ah, who are you? Hello, laddie. 
You just make Meg sound like a really angry gatekeeper. Yeah! Ah! You must answer my riddle! <laughs> what? Why anyway. Is gate? Why is she a gate? She's just like, the way she oh, said it. She I don't know. I always go Jamaican when I'm confused. And I'm like, I don't want to go there. So Meg's just like, I like that Jeff fella. And then she's just like, come oh, with we me. Love it. Come yeah. with me. Stick your hand into my panties. Oh, no. I don't think they had panties. Nope. My breeches. My bloomers. My pantaloons. They're in They're pantaloons. Jess? Take it away. I feel like my section ended abruptly. It really did. I mean, it's really hard to um, divvy each act up into four parts. So I think yeah. everyone's part is actually like Well, that's, sure. that's kind of random when Meg um, takes Jeff away. It's yeah. just kind of like, hey, I like this guy. I'm taking him. She's bye. like, oh, I found this fella. This is, <laughs> a, this is a musical. So the, there's this guy and he's going off with her and I'm yeah. her friend. So like, I get this one. Come on. Yeah. Welcome to the musical. He's not supposed to be in the next scene. Yep. So, yeah, and there's gotta myself. be a reason why he's, he's not there. The Jeff, the Jeff in the the production I saw was just like, oh no, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this. Oh. And that was really funny. Yeah, like, good choice. He is the comedic relief. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's yeah. how it's supposed to be. Oh well, he's supposed to be very like deadpan. He's like, oh. um, I guess. Yeah. Oh. In the production I saw, he was just like he's not just over having everything. It. Yeah, that's, he's a, like, that's a valid interpretation. Like, he was okay. just kind of like, "Oh god, what? It's amazing. Where are you taking me? I just want to go back to New York, even though we're in Scotland." <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> All right, Jess, you're up. Yes. All right, Charlie Dalrymple appears. Isn't that a fucking name? It's a great name. Rejoicing is like impending nuptials. Uh, she has a drink with Tommy. Toasting to Mr. Forsyth, whom he thanks for postponing the miracle. What the fuck is the miracle? The miracle. The miracle. It's called oh. foreshadowing. Oh, is that the thing where the it's thing? It's foreshadowing. Does the, okay, the thing does the, the thing. Important the thing foreshadowing. That in order to make the plot happen. Ta ha! Right. Ha ha ha! Thanks for the hint about the plot, yes. Mr. Forsyth. Yes. Oh, thank you, Lauren. Oh, oh. oh. So, uh, Tommy asked what that means. As anyone would. Well, As Jessica just did. Fiona. And leads him away because she is. Well, is she a whore? No. No, not yet. Fiona's not a whore. No. Not that She's waiting for her degree, that's why. Yeah. Leads him away as Charlie celebrates the end of his bachelorhood. What's he going to do, girls? Go home, Bonnie. Go home. Go oh, home oh, with Bonnie. Oh, 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 it's basically a song about how he used to be a hoe, and he's like, "I'm yeah. not going to be a hoe no more." Used to be a like, roving, a roving. Yeah. I used yeah. to be a, a hoe, but I ain't a hoe no more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wow! Wow! How did you know the exact words? I think I'm looking them up. I remember. My name is Turner and Oak. We're writing songs about hoes. <laughs> I'm being really. I'm doing the thingy. You're I very good at the yeah. thingy. What? Um, oh, Tommy. You yeah. fucker. Tommy. Tommy tells Fiona he has a fiance, Jane, so he's a cheater. Spit take. Well, Not he hasn't yet. said I'm anything so yet. No, but he's just, he's fixing to, you know, 
in New York, but he's in no hurry to marry her because he doesn't really love her. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And Fiona reveals that she likes Tommy very much. Aww. I like him very much. She's very much. I, I'm, I can't do Scottish. I'm so sorry. You did. You was, you was good. Ugh, I. All you gotta do is go, ugh. You're halfway there. Ugh. Uh, Tommy insists on accompanying Fiona to gather the heather, the fake heather. The sumac. The sumac. The sumac. The purple sumac. The for the sumac wedding. On the, <laughs> no, the sumac on the hill. The sumac. The su- I'm allergic to sumac. The oh, sumac shit. on the hill. Which is a beautiful number. It's it's a, a it is gorgeous, nice. isn't it? Listen, it when I think of the movie, I just yeah. so sweet. In it's the movie. so sweet, Very and I just sweet. picture Sid Charisse and Gene Kelly mm. swinging around and they dancing, do. and, and, and they're and they're collecting, and then she's all conflicted and stuff. It's and beautiful. Mm. Poor Sid Charisse, she had a rough loved, life. Loved it. Um, with her hepatitis. With her hepatitis. That's not. No, that no, was, no. That, was, that was Agnes somebody. No, no it wasn't Agnes. No. It was Marion Bell. It was Marion Bell. I'm going to do some research about hepatitis right now. <laughs> Meanwhile, Meg. Educate oh, yourself, Meg. Roseanne. I don't have to. Meg the Let whore. Meg the whore oh, takes whore. Jeff, not a whore, <laughs> to a place in the forest with a shack and a cot. She's a whore. God, it's her bang. Can I, that, that's her banging shit. Can I interject? Is I that just, where they have the hepatitis and the whole? In the I don't have the yeah. type. How do you get Shack? hepatitis? But I typed. How do you get do you, sumac? <laughs> <laughs> They're like go well, to the store. You, I don't how know. How do you get sumac? Go to a nursery. Well, well isn't it like poison sumac? A it's thing? a different oh, thing. That is sumac. Go to the wood. I wish I. We had poison sumac at my house growing up. You can get hepatitis A through contaminated food or. Water, yeah, it's not just she had sexy time. No, that's she had no, hep C is the one, the blowjobs, right? Hep C, I don't know. You do more research, yes. I'm ready. Meg takes Jeff to her fuck shack, her fuck shack, and it has a cot. And she tells him she's highly attracted to him because she's a whore. I'm highly attracted to you. Oh, I um, but but he spurns her advances, wanting only to sleep. Ugh, no, I'm, I'm very tired. <laughs> Look at this picture. Ew. And she, why is she there? Why, uh, She's sad. And she reflects on her eventful love life, singing The Love of My Life. I love Which this is a song, song so about, fun. like, 500 loves of her life, which is a fun song. I think Stephanie J. Blog did a great job with that oh, song. Oh, she did so I good. I haven't heard her do it. Ew. I thought it was really good. There's she actually, there's actually some lovely, really good clips on YouTube yeah. and that I watched. And very good accent. Oh, she did. Sure. Singing accent. She's a professional. Yeah. She's very talented. So the song is really it. cute. I don't care for her husband. So the, the song is basically where she's singing talented. about how she wanted to be a wife since she was 16. Yeah. Yeah. And she would always find these guys... And basically, like, they would kind of sweet-talk her, and yeah. she would get sweet-talked into going out on the Glen, which we also kind of learned from Charlie's song, was, like, mm. where... It was basically, like, um, like the Lover's Lane of yes. Brigadoon was yes. going out to the Glen. Yep. And she would go out, and she would get sweet-talked into doing these things, mm-hmm. and then they would, like, leave but, her. Or they would say... They would leave and be like, oh, I'm gonna come yeah. back and marry you, and then they wouldn't. And, and she's her, really just yeah. trying to find a husband, and she can't. And her dad's like, it's okay. Try again! Try again! All right, well, Jenny, what, what what happens after Meg sings her song to Jeff? So we go back to the McLaren's house. This is Fiona's house. And there's a huge sequence there. Um, so they're getting ready for the wedding. And Jeannie's friends, this is the female chorus of the show, need something to do at this point. So they're singing a little ditty and doing a little dance called Jeannie's Packing Up, which is just oh. kind of a cute little 
you know, kitschy thing. True. And they're packing up Jean's clothes because she's going to be married, so mm. they're getting her suitcase ready. She's not going to need her clothes. Uh, well, there's, there's, a gag where they, there's a gag where somebody picks up, like, a nightie to put into the suitcase, and it's like, ah! Because they all know what they're doing later. <laughs> um, so Charlie, the, the groom, arrives, and he's there to sign the McLaren family Bible, um, which a Bible isn't just like the religious book. It's also a place where you store all of your like genealogy for the family. And so that's why he's signing the Bible is because he's, he's becoming part of the family. He's signing himself in as Jean's husband. <laughs> yes. Oh, hello. I'd like to register today as a <laughs> husband. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it just seems like a, like, like a hotel, reg- like, like, yeah, like a guest yeah. book at like a, at like a B&B. Yeah. Loved oh, the pillowcases were very soft and fluffy. Right. Charlie Dalrymple. Yeah. <laughs> so he signs the guest book at the McLaren house. Um, he asked to see Jean because he's so in love. Aww. But uh, he can't see her that day. It's the wedding day. Um, so he's told to go away. And he's like, no, I can't. I want to see Jean. And he wants her to come out and see him. And so he sings her this beautiful mm-hmm. song. It's, it's super sweet. Come to me, bend to me. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it is such a beautiful it's song. It's so beautiful. beautiful. Song. Gorgeous song. I want to listen to it right now. We should. Everybody, pause this podcast production. Go and, and listen to this fucking song. Google Adam Lambert, Come to Me, Bend to Me. Oh my god, really? yes! Yes! Interesting. It's a, do you want to listen to it? I yes. want to stop this. Here, look. Wait. All right, guys. I guess we're going to pause the podcast. We're going to listen to it right You go listen to it and, and then we'll listen, we'll listen to, it. to it. And then we'll talk after we get back. And okay. we're back. So, Oh, my gosh. We totally did the thing. We actually did. Yes. I really hope we you guys. We stopped it and we listened to Adam Lambert. Yes. He it was beautiful. I'm it's a like changed listening. person. I know. The he has the voice of an angel. Mm. Seriously. We My gosh, <laughs> his like sweet, tender moments are so. <laughs> Jenny, <laughs> Jenny, thank you. are ruining it. sweet, tender <laughs> Sorry, moments man. are so beautiful. Mr. No Break. I know. So yeah. We, I think we all just conceived. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. So all right, anyway, but back to Tommy yeah. and Fiona. Back to Tommy and Fiona. So uh, after Charlie sings Come to Me, Bend to Me, uh, Charlie and Fiona, sorry, Tommy and Fiona come home. They've got their Heather, sure. and Fiona's like, mm-hmm, that was fun, see you later. And she goes upstairs to help Jean get dressed for the wedding. And then Jeff comes back to the house. There's this cute gag where you can't see his pants because the door is in the way. And then when the door opens, he's wearing, like, these tartan trousers. <laughs> um, because he lost his somehow. Oh, wink. Oh, wink. Wink, wink. They got caught on a thistle. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Waiting for my so dearie. Whoa! Meg's not waiting for anyone. Not, nope. So meanwhile, Jeff's like, hey, this place ain't so bad. And Tommy's like, I'm in love. Tommy seems very fickle. Yeah, he is. That's one of his character flaws. Fickle. Is that you'll see throughout the rest of the show, he does have this kind of back and forth because he's wrestling Mm. with himself over his feelings for Fiona versus Mm. what he feels like he should do, which is go back to his life and his fiance. His super Mm. boring fiance. Yeah, exactly. So um, while that's happening, he's going to sing us a lot of songs about it. Oh. Mm. And so the first one happens here. 
He sings the song, the very famous song, Almost yes. Like Being in Love. I know that one quite well. Yeah. Ah! It's, a good song. it's beautiful. Good song. A, a lot of Tommy's songs in this have become very, like, um, standards from the 40s, so you'll mm. hear a lot of, like, Frank Sinatra. Mm. He's done that one. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Singing songs like Almost Like Being in Love. Mm. Um, it's a very kind of jazzy a little bit. Swingin'. Swingin', yeah. So they're beautiful stuff. Um, <laughs> and so there's... Uh, this is where some plot happens, and that Bible that Charlie was signing earlier mm. has been left out. Tommy's wandering around, feeling all lovey, and he's like, oh, what's this book? Oh, my God. Yeah. And he looks at it, and he sees the dates that Tommy just, or sorry, Charlie just signed. Oh, no. He does. Oh, shit. And he looks at all the dates for the people who've been born in the family, and he's like, Fiona McLaren. Born, I don't know what it was like, 17... Yeah, 17, 17 something. 20-something. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> They're bad at math. Yeah. And so he notices, hey, these dates all happen to be 200 years ago. Um, anything you want to tell me, Fiona? Well, uh, isn't Jeff just like, yeah, they're all just named yeah, after he, their ancestors. He's, yeah, he's like, either that or they're just all crazy. <laughs> which is possible. I mean, that's fair. No. They're all, they've all gone crazy. Very fair. So he asks Fiona about it, and Fiona's like, ha I can I tell you? Uh, why don't you go talk to Mr. Lundy, who's like their schoolmaster. Yeah. So... Fiona, Tommy, and Jeff go to Mr. Lundy's because Fiona's like, I can't, I can't like explain this to you, and I, you have to go talk to this guy. So they go to talk to this guy, and he's just like, All right, guys, here's here's the tea. <laughs> so sit down. I'm here's the tea. Say the tea. So Spill the, the world, the world, it is so wicked oh. and ugly. Ugh. Ugh. So I'm not. Gonna, uh, I'm not. I'm not going to try. The world is cruel. The world is cruel. Yeah, he's going to. The world is ugly. And there are times and there, there are people <laughs> when the world is not. So he explains to, this. to protect Brigadoon from the world, like the outside world, and like how wicked it can be and whatever. The local minister prayed to God to have Brigadoon disappear. <laughs> But why? To only reappear for one day every 100 years. And the the reasoning behind that was so that... the, the I, I, I like the background music. I was feeling it. And the reasoning for that was so that the, the town would never be in any one century long enough to be, like, tainted by the evil of it. And I've had many discussions with my fiance about this. I think 100 years is too many. I mean, let's be frank. So this premiered in 1947, yeah. right? So 100 years haven't even passed. So it's day uh-huh. two for them. That's what I've always thought. Yeah. That's so weird. It was 1947. <laughs> it's been it's two day, days. It's, it's day two. Two days. Like, two days. What, like, what the fuck? Since the miracle. <laughs> like... I just I feel like maybe they could have done every fifty years, yeah. every twenty five. I yeah, think three like days in a century yeah. is still gonna be fine. That's excessive. But anyway, whatever. It's excessive. Because there's gonna be flying cars and they're gonna be like, ah, it's been a whole week. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels too many to me. The world will end yeah. and it will only have been like. I'm, ah, looking, at, I'm yeah. looking at you, yeah. Alan J. Learner. Ah. <laughs> ah. See the fire burning. So anyway, that so, was that was your sure. Oh, so they so, yep. so they yep. so they learned that that's why they that's why Brigadoon like wasn't on the map in the beginning because it hasn't technically existed in like two hundred years. It only mm. appears 
Lots of so it, it appeared once and they didn't write a musical about it, but the second day it appeared musical. I wonder what happened. Yeah, I mean like I guess nothing what important. What happened to Garmel Shawson? Garmel like Shawson. The eighteen twenties. Yeah, or well, yeah, or the eighteen forties. Yeah, but like if if it's eighteen forties when it happens, Fiona's already like twenty something years old, right? Mm. It was, well, no, no, because it was the, it was eight, it was the seventeen. Well, so like okay, no. this came out in nineteen forty seven, right? So that oh, would have been seventeen forty seven. That would have happened in the forty seven. Yes, yeah, so you're right. yeah. So so anyway, um. <laughs> So they, they, they've like barely Lame even heard of happening. America. America just like kind of exists, but not yeah, as like really. a thing. Like it's not its own country, and now it is. So anyway, um, as part of the rules, though, I guess the minister wrote like a really explicit rule book with God when he did this. As part of the rules, nobody who lives in Brigadoon can leave, oh, or else no. it will disappear no. forever. Oh, oh, basically, no. everyone will die. Oh. Fuck. They, so don't be that asshole. Who so leaves. basically, what happens is when they go to sleep, they go into like a magical sleep for a mm-hmm. hundred years, and then they wake up a hundred years later, and it's like the next day. They must be so rested. And oh, I that's guess a lot. That's and, a lot of pressure. And I they guess really it also a time. I have to assume it also affects like their like wildlife because like, yeah. if you watch yeah. the movie, they there's like a fog that's receding, and like animals are yeah, there's like up. a like a highland yeah. cow. Did yeah. you know? Wait, I'm confused. That Gene Kelly was afraid of the cow. I did. Yes, I know I read exactly that. what you're gonna say. Yes, and he so and they he put a blindfold on it and, and then big eyes. eyes on it, and it was chained to the floor. It was chained to the floor because he was afraid of the cow. He was afraid of horns. He was afraid it would be like. Ah, I'm gonna yeah. run you through. Come on. He yeah. was the manliest dancer who ever danced. And he was afraid of a moo cow. Wait, so I'm confused about this time travel nonsense. It's not time travel. They just disappear no, for 100 years. they go years. away and they So is every us. day 100 years in the future? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Every day they wake up, it's yeah. been 100 years. That's why they're like in a week, the world That's will be over. That's a lot of time. I it's, know. It's too many. We, we think it's excessive. It. So, but anyway, um... So hot. So Tommy <laughs> so says... So pretty soon someone's just going to be like... It's a lot to people. handle. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, their, their hope is that people won't really find them because they're not listed on the map. They're kind of hidden. They appear for a day and then they go away. Yeah, but like if they have kids, like if Fiona and Tommy or whatever, Jeannie and Charlie have mm. kids, by the time that kid is like... One, the it world's will, gonna end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's too many years. Is this not, type of future are you creating for yourself? Yeah, like it's back in 1947, we're like Lerner and Lowe, like, oh, we're not gonna think about climate change and or the turtles and or <gasps> the, the ice turtles. caps melting. Think of the turtles. Think of the turtles. I think that the these turtles. fuckers just had it made before everybody ruined the planet, and then they were just like. Oh, everything's going to be fine hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years from now. Like, nobody even thought about it. Back into the show. Tommy says, just a question, hypothetically speaking. Mm -hmm. If somebody who wasn't born in Brigadoon just, like, stayed here, like, what would happen? And Mr. Lundy replied, well, wait, if an outsider loves somebody here... They could stay. Not just a booty call. No. And he was like... You gotta be true love. And he said, and not just Brigadoon, darn true but somebody love. in Brigadoon, if they... So the person would have to not just, like, love the town. They would have to, like, physically and emotionally love a love a person mm-hmm. in the so town. So rules. Then they would... Like I said, he must have written up a really specific contract yeah. with God when yeah, he wrote Yeah, very this. conditional. They would have to be willing to give up everything to stay with this one person. It would have to be, like, kind of, like, true love. Yeah. Uh, which is how it should be. Love. So, they're, so Tommy's like, okay. All right, you've given me a lot to think about. And they were like, okay, let's, um... All right, well, good to know. 
And they're like, well, all right, I have to think about some things. We'll figure this out. But for now, it's time for the wedding. Fiona has to go to her sister's There's wedding. There's a wedding. So they go to the wedding. <laughs> so it opens up with, like, all of, like, the different clans oh, it's so showing cool. up. It's the procession of They events. have all their different what? tartans. What they tartans? all come in. It's, it's like, so really cool. cool. It's so pretty. Yeah. Pretty dancing. Um, yeah. Mr. Lundy marries Charlie and Jean, which, mm. and I'm going to be totally honest, I don't remember if this is an actual thing in the musical script. But I know it is in the film where he makes like um, Mr. Lundy makes like a, a very specific speech saying like we don't have a minister anymore. Yeah, he does. Mm. In a because show. it was a, the sacrifice of the minister who's I forget if they actually even named him Forsyth. Oh, mm. Forsyth, um, the minister who like prayed to let this miracle happen that like the town would get to like disappear to like protect it from like the cruelties of the world. The sacrifice was that he couldn't be in the town yeah. when it disappeared. So he had to stay outside the town. So, so he's he, he's been dead for like Dude, uh, for like two dead. days. Like yeah, he's been two dead for like days. almost two hundred years. Two, days. two whole days. He's been dead yeah. for a while. It's like a lot. this this show is so confusing. To me so right this so the town like, so even everybody's dead in ten days. Yeah, the town doesn't have uh, well, the, the, the ice caps have melted. No, the town no, doesn't have like a minister. But he's just like, he's right? like, according to the rules of God, yeah. if there's no minister, at least if you guys swear that you love each other, then like that'll count as a marriage. So he does the marriage. And so then they do this like really cool sword the dance. sword dance. Which is actually led by Harry. Yeah. Which if you're watching the show, you're like a little surprised. You're like, oh, interesting that Harry, who is in so in love with Jean, would be totally cool. With like yeah. do this crazy dance there's at her wedding. Doesn't he try to get fresh with her but or something? He does. Roseanne! Yeah. <laughs> you always do this, Roseanne! Show his face! And that's the end of Act 1, everyone. <laughs> I just I know so, I read it, I remembered it. So he does this whole sword dance. Like, I'm sorry. And then turns out that, like, one of the main reasons why he was. <laughs> So willing to be so active in the dance is because he wanted to get close to Jean, and so he does. He kind of he he tries to kiss her, and she like to get fresh, and she fights back, and then they're all like, "Harry, why are you being such a dick?" And he's like, "All I did was love you." I did was love you, which like oh, but also like oh, come on, come on, Harry. And then he's like, "Fuck you guys, I'm leaving Brigadoon." Oh. Fuck you, which we just learned. Which means that you all die. The whole town will be doomed. Now, I will say, dick. I will say a point yep. in Harry's what a defense. Dick. Picture this, if you will. You live in a very close small, your eyes. You live okay. in a you live in a very small town. I'm picturing. Probably, it. if we're talking about a small town in Scotland, probably okay. only a few hundred people. So like sure. heaven. Okay. <laughs> picturing it. Hell. You're you're the, the love Weird. of your life. A small Scottish village. The love of your life is one is this one specific I just person. Die. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there You I, find out that she is engaged to somebody else. Okay. That's, that's very sad mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Then you sad. find out that this minister mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. going to create a miracle that will shield the town and like I hope everybody's the eyes are closed. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mine are. And mine then are you find out that he's and you get excited, but then you find out that yeah. he's gonna wait two days so that her fiance 
can come back from university because he oh, was at college outside no. of Brigadoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, God. So they, they, they postponed the whole miracle by oh, one guy. One day. And then you're going Charlie. to be trapped oh, in this less Why than... was he allowed to go to university? You, he's, this, uh, he's the golden boy. He's you, are, you are trapped in this small town mm-hmm. with less than a thousand people mm-hmm. for literally the rest of your entire and in life. ten days. Mm-hmm. You can never leave. And you just have to watch oh. the love of your life be married Happy to somebody with else, else forever. That's yeah, I'm getting the up. fuck out of Brigadoon. Like, you do have to say that's a little rough. I don't know that they necessarily got the consent of the entire town before they did this. I feel like they should have been like, if you want to leave, do you, you're allowed to leave. So yeah. I don't, we, we don't know. I do. Uh, so I do sympathize a little with Harry in that, like, he probably wouldn't have chosen to be trapped there. Mm-hmm. I don't sympathize with his choice to like fuck up the wedding. No. This is where it's very like Judd-like of him where yeah. he's just yeah. so in love with the bride that I he feel can't like Harry should be like, I bring a don't agree. I bring a don't. I bring a don't. So he announces Ugh. that he's like, I'm leaving. Goodbye. Yeah. I don't care that it's gonna kill everybody and like maybe me. Fuck you guys. And he starts <laughs> away. Oh. And everyone goes, Ah, we gotta ah. chase you. Panic ensues. Where are you going, Lassie, laddie? And, and then, and then it's intermission. <laughs> the end of Act One. Oh no! No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> I'm the base. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna take a really quick oh. intermission. You guys go take your quick bathroom break, and we'll be right back. Go get some alcohol. Bring it do. Bring it do. Bring it do it. Bring it don't. Make any bad decision. Welcome back Act to Act Two of Brigadoon. 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 And I have a quick story for you guys. So the first time I did Brigadoon, I was in college. Uh, I was probably 18, I think, freshman year of college. And uh, my cast for Brigadoon was fantastic. Lovely, amazing, fun college theater majors. So you can imagine the shenanigans we got up to. Um, two members of my cast for Brigadoon very special young men um they were in my theater department they auditioned for the show and they were cast because they were talented and fantastic one small thing they were black um so obviously brigadoon takes place in 18th century scotland Mm, where there ever love was black oh really weren't a lot of black people in in scotland no in the 18th century but you know what in our show whatever it was college theater, and we had black boys in Brigadoon. So what? And we all found this really funny. So the very beginning of the show, um, the entire cast is singing off stage that ethereal, beautiful, mystical music, the theme song of Brigadoon. And so we would stand behind stage every day at the beginning of the show with the orchestra swelling and the mist filling up the stage. We would stand around the microphones. And we would start singing the theme of Brigadoon, except for the two young black men who would sing a little different version. (laughs) So as everyone would start singing the theme song, we would always hear the same two voices in the background singing, (laughs) Blackadoon, Blackadoon. Please tell me they had amazing parts. They were just chorus guys. 
Oh man! But they were fantastic, and they every single day they sang "Black Adoo." That's so funny! Ah, I yeah. love it. It's amazing. Well, they're it was amazing and wonderful, and I wouldn't have had it any other way. <laughs> so fantastic. thank you to the cast of Brigadoon. <laughs> I'm not going to say where this was because I'm not giving away my identity, but you know who you are. <laughs> I love y'all. All right, Act Two. So let's, let's yes, talk about Please. Act Two. Off. God, I'm you so guys. happy I'm second because I am. Almost done being able to talk to y'all. Okay. All right, hang That's on. That's why Jess is going to start us off, too. Oh, you got to oh, finish God, your break first. Uncool. Um, yeah, okay, act two. Yo, intermission's I, over. I've had my popcorn. Did you go pee? A little bit. Cool. <laughs> All right. Um, the, the men of the town, including Tommy and a reluctant Jeff, mm-hmm. um, frantically try... Trying to find Harry. Oh, Harry. Harry. Oh, Harry. Harry. Before he can depart the town, that fucker. Go, go, go. And get him. Harry. Get him. Get him. Get him. We're gonna die. We're gonna die. Because it's time travel. Find him. Find him. Time travel. That was our version of it. You're welcome. Continue, Jess. That's exactly how it goes. It's so good, guys. So that was a really that 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 was that was a clip from the original Broadway cast. No one needs to hear it. Suddenly, Jess. Oh no! Harry, who appears to have fallen on a rock and crushed his skull. What a dumb fuck! She's so traumatic. Jesus! I feel like the violence is unnecessary. He's trying to leave and he's just like, shit, I fell and I broke my skull! Couldn't he get a paper cut? Those hurt too. No, he crushes his... He crushes his fucking skull! That is very final. He crushes his wee little skull? Oh, yeah. What a dumb fuck! He's dead. He's found deed. Thank the Lord! He's deed. He's dead. He's dead by the other men. Poor Harry. Decided not to tell the rest of the town until the next morning. Oh, that was the main town. The main carry Harry's body away. Guys, we gotta let her talk. No men or father arrive to see if everything is all right. As Mrs. McLaren leaves, Tommy seems Fiona, and they embrace. That's a good accent. She oh, reveals her love for him, and he tells her he believes he feels the same way. Yeah, there, but for but you, for I go. You, go. Oh, now, why the hell, Fire, did they cut that song from the movie? It's a beautiful idiot. song. Motherfuckers. Because yeah. there are several songs that are like the exact same song. It's it's true. That's great. He's I like, remember how at the end of Act 1 I sang about how much I love you? It's mm-hmm. Act 2. And I still love you. Yeah. He should read it because I like you. 20 minutes so people should know. Yeah. Fiona reminds him that the end of the day is near. And, Fio- and Tommy tells her he wants to stay in Brigadoon. That's like it. such a big decision. They, I don't know yeah, that I could leave move. my entire family, yeah. my entire no. life. No. Even though it was like 1947, it's no. not like he's like, I gotta leave my phone behind. This reminds me yeah. of that. Did you guys see Midnight in Paris, the movie? No. no. It's a Woody I, Allen, but no. this is a very similar plot. Okay. Except um, Owen Wilson travels back in time to Paris in like the 20s. Oh. And he decides to. Spoiler, he decides huh. to stay there because he falls oh. in love. Oh, God, well, now I'm not going to see the movie. Yeah. For but, okay. No, no, there's, I... another, there's another plot twist at the end, so still see nope, it. No, no, okay. too late. Too nope, late. I'm not going to see, see it. it. Nope, too late. No, but, they, no, but then, okay, can, and then they go to find Mr. Lundy. They do. And Mr. then, Lundy. Roseanne, what, what happens? Swampy poo. 
we're back to Meg the Ho. Meg the Ho. And she's just Meg. like, I don't know what to tell you about the time my parents were drunkenly married. I Amina love this song. Wedding day. Great yeah. song. It's so cute. It's a, like an adorable song. Great song. My yeah. mother's wedding day. Like she was like, my dad was drunk and didn't show up until half of the ceremony, <laughs> but all these guys showed up to the wedding. Yeah, no, that's how <laughs> That's how it, it goes. And Great. it's like adorable because like it's cute. no one really got married because they were in love. And, and it breaks up the drama. And yeah, you're just like, it oh, well, it's okay. And I also it's saw it partially. Okay. He had to do a scene change and they needed it. I was going to say, well, change. I also saw it as partially like, and I'm stalling because everyone yeah. chased after Harry. But don't <laughs> worry, everything's going to be fine. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tell you about this story about my mother's bedding way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never mind the young man who's dead. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about the time He's that's called crushed. crushing to die. It's fine. But it's mine. Nine days. So now Everything's the, the ice caps will melt and we'll all be dead. Everything's on fucking but fire. Then. It's fine. But then. Oh, then. Sh- oh sh- They shats. Shit. Those fuckers shats. There's Highland pipes. Oh, fuck. And the gaiety. Oh, no. The gays come? They're all. The, 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 the gays are there. Are there. Everyone's there. The gays are there, but nothing's okay for a hundred years. They can't be gays. The gays are there. They can't be show up. That's another spell in Brigadu. They can't be gay until a hundred years. Of everyone's just of like mourning for Harry Beaton, Archie Beaton, who crushed. we never thought would ever be insignificant or would be significant nope, in this play. Nope, yeah. nope. He's nope. just like, is it time for wedding? No. Here's my son. He's <laughs> fucking is- dead. He's southern. He's southern. I love how they're like. We can't yeah, tell anybody he's dead during the wedding. And yeah, then no one like, wants to Oh, my son is dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Everybody be happy. Happy. Oh. Here's the fucking wedding. And then Archie's just like, ah! He walks in. He's so tired. <laughs> he was carrying his son. I'm trying to do the Scottish accent, but I can't. But I cannot. I cannot. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot. He walks in and he's holding his oh, son's no. dead body. Oh, oh no. Man. And he's just we're, like, we're peace, he's just like, look! Look what I got! Oh no. I got this dead fucking shit! <laughs> He's dead! <laughs> He's dead! There are pipers! Oh no. Pipers are just like. So sweet. And then Maggie dances. Maggie! Oh, Maggie's just like. Him and he never noticed her. Maggie's oh. just like, listen, I presented my vagina to him. <laughs> He and was not excited! <laughs> and he, he respectfully declined. He was just like, ew! <laughs> but she oh. does the most beautiful dance. Oh. Yeah, and she's just like, oh, I wanted him to love me. It's one of my favorite parts of the show. It's, oh, it's actually really nice, it's but I'm drunk. And this is drunk musical. <laughs> That's so we true. We don't have to do the thing. We don't, we don't have sympathy. She's living yeah. our truth right now. Fuck off, 
Jed Harry. So, like, all the men are just like, oh, fuck, Archie, you've been carrying that fucking body for hours. <laughs> We're going to help you lift oh. his soul to the afterlife. So, Harry's dead. Oh, he gets oh, carried fuck. away. I'm Poor gonna... Harry. Tommy, oh, Harry. Tommy, meanwhile, okay. runs off to find his friend Jeff. And he's like, Because shit's going down. Oh, oh. my God, Jeff. Well, it's starting to be. It it's, it's like, Well, it's nighttime. It's it like, went it's south like, very fast. It's nighttime, and oh, yeah. it's getting really um, close. Time to fucking go. And so Tommy's like, Jeff, I love Fiona. I think I'm going to stay here. And Jeff's like, oh, Fuck off. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tommy, that is crazy. <laughs> and he's like, listen, you're going to stay here. Tommy, this is all a dream. We just all invented this. And Tommy's it's like. Collective. Tommy's like, dream. wait, what? And Jeff's <laughs> like, yeah. It. Like, we, we dreamed that we came across this place. I killed a man. Yeah. And then we're going to leave. And Tommy's like, wait, what? <laughs> oh. Jeff reveals that Harry didn't just fall by himself. Oh, oh, no. oh no. Shit. Snap. Jeff tripped him. <gasps> now, he wasn't trying to kill him. He what? was trying to help everybody stop him. Sure. And so he, like, he was standing there and stuck his little foot out. Yeah. Harry tripped and bashed his head in and killed him and, and oh, died. God. Oh, boy. So Jeff accidentally killed him. And so Jeff mm. is now having this coping mechanism of like, this is all so absurd. We're in this fucking town where everyone dresses like it's the 1740s. Yeah, what? And we got this guy telling us, yeah, this town just shows up for a day every hundred years. And then Jeff accidentally kills a man, so his only option is to think, this is a dream. Oh, fuck. This is, we gotta leave. What are you doing? And so, and he's like, the only way I can reconcile this is that that this is a dream. Because if it's not a dream... And that means that I accidentally caused the death of somebody who should have died almost 200 years ago. True that. Yeah. And like his brain just... It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. Plus, I was so met much. a chick who basically like raped him. She so did. yeah, yeah. Meg, Meg, Meg was oh, very forward. He was just like, hey, he Jack, to we take a this. nap. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He, yep. he was just like, I'm tired. And she was like, hey, you know what? Van Jones like, you don't have a, a choice. Yeah. So Tommy's yeah. like digesting this information of like, wow. Yeah. This is very crazy. Also, I think he's kind of having the reality dose that Jeff is supplying of like, you're right. We're not from this time period. We've been here all day. Yeah. So it feels kind of natural, but yeah, we're not we're not from here. This isn't normal. This isn't gonna work. Yeah, this shit ain't right. So Fiona shows up with Mr. Lundy, and and Mr. Lundy is like, "Oh, Fiona tells <laughs> me you're you're gonna stay." And Tommy's like, "Um, actually, <laughs> I've been thinking about it." And Fiona, I love you. Um, like he he genuinely he feels like he loves her as much mm. as you can love somebody in a day. He's like, but don't listen to this part of the story, girls. He's like, but I can't real. he's like, but I can't stay. Like, I'm not Tip from this time. Yeah, I've got I, a life. I don't know that I could go to sleep tonight and wake mm. up knowing everybody I've ever known, everybody I've yeah. ever loved yeah. is dead. It's 1947. He's, he's, he's I live in a cool He has a very, this is very realistic. Like, that's where I would kind of just be like, oh, I would wake, I would literally go to sleep and wake up and everyone I've ever known, everyone I've ever loved, all of my favorite TV shows 
all of my pets. Yep. All of your TV shows Supernatural. Are dead. They're all Supernatural would have been ended so yep. long ago. No. And he's like, and he's like, and, and they Sam do. Sam and Dean gone. And they, gone. And so they, and so he gone. Gone. Girls. And so they do sing this song called "From This Day On," in which he's basically telling her like. I do still have, like, doubts about my love for you. And, like, mm. I can't just commit myself to staying here forever when it's I still day. have slight doubts. It's been a day. Like, he's day. probably the most realistic person we've ever met. Yeah, I've yeah. heard. It's yeah. nice, but, but, like, her no insta-love. The thing that's weird is, like, you think that he'd be like, oh, yeah, I like you, but, like, if I go back to my regular life, I can live, like, a full life. But, have like, indoor plumbing. after yeah. ten days with you, I'll be dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so in the Climate end, change. in the end, Fiona tells Fiona's like, "I also love you, and I get it. Yeah. It, it would be unfair of me to ask you to stay mm-hmm. here when our we've decided right. this thing is a town." Yeah. So he leaves, and she like, and her and the town fade away, fade away into the mist. in the fog. Oh. But she promises that she. Oh. Will love him forever, even though she knows. Seven days. Even though she knows, she will wake up the next morning and know he's that dead. he's been long dead, super yeah. dead. He's Jenny, dead. super dead. For probably about so this years. is actually yeah. where this is Ooh, where this is where Gernmel Schausen. and they have different names. Their names like Arthur and like Gertrude. Yeah, or something Gertrude. Like that. Yeah. But this is, this is where the story that Lerner swears Gertrude. he did not copy Gert. Um, ends. Like, the, the, the protagonist leaves and the town disappears <gasps> well, at the end. Because but, that, Jenny, that's, that's very that German. Sense. the end is not yeah. nigh for that's Bridget. That's very that's true. Nine. So, nine. now starts the part of the show that's kind of weird. It's like that uh, last... Because the whole show so far has been it's totally been, normal been and not weird at all. No, but... I'm, I'm talking about in the formula of the show. Yeah. You were in Brigadoon the whole time. Yes. You were in Scotland. You got used to being in Scotland. Yeah. You're in this ma- mystical, magical village in Scotland yeah. from the 18th century. With the fog. Now. Aha. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> You're in New York City. <laughs> it's a rough. In the 20th century. Aye. It's a weird juxtaposition. It's weird. And they think they so, do that, that on purpose. That was an excellent word. To like jar you. Yeah, It's exactly. very jarring. Very jarring. It's yeah. very jarring. So all of a sudden you're in New York City and yeah. it's a couple of months later mm. and you're at a bar in New York sure. and it's all of a sudden it's loud and there's people dancing and there's drinks and they're at the bar and there's all this stuff going Not on. Not peaceful. Picture Colby in this role, people. <laughs> okay, so... Jeff is having a drink at the bar. He's getting his drink on, mm. being Jeff. Because he's a murderer. Tommy is there oh. with his fiance, Jane. It was an accident. Accidental murder. Manslaughter. Manslaughter. So Tommy comes in, and he has been living in New Hampshire. He kind of, like, you get the sense he really can't really get his shit together now that mm. this has happened to him. Like, he's having, yeah, a, real, yeah. he's having a real hard time adjusting. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's struggling. He's on the struggle bus. Mm-hmm. But he meets his fiance Jane. She's a socialite. She's this like really. She's like a small yappy dog. Mm-hmm. I would picture her as like a pomeranian. Okay. Okay. Oh okay. my god. So like Angela Colby, from The Office. I'm picturing. Yeah. I'm no. I'm picturing um, Megan Mullally. Oh my yes. god. Yes. Okay. So uh, Tommy is talking to Jane, and they're talking about the wedding. And this is there's this really weird, oddly hilarious sequence. It's really funny if you do it right. It's yeah, I agree. they did it right. Okay, the good. The place I saw. It, it's really funny. She was she's like, oh my god, and the, like we're gonna have the, the 
break. Yeah. So Jane is talking, and, and she keeps, like, triggering Tommy, and every time she says certain things, it makes him go back. <laughs> so to my friend Heather. So he keeps having, like, flashbacks. Like PTSD. Yeah, exactly. Like, she'll say something, and then all of a sudden, the screen will kind of darken, and then a spotlight will come up, and Charlie is on the side of the stage singing Go Home to Bonnie Jean. (laughs) Or Fiona's on the side of the stage singing Heather on the Hill. Mm. And so, like, every he keeps going back and forth between his thoughts and his memories of Brigadoon and his his conversation with Jane, who he's... He's obviously really not engaged with at all. Like he yeah, does right. Not, he doesn't give a shit. No. He's just like, oh, what did you say? Oh my god, Fiona. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just it keeps switching back and forth to the point where it's actually really funny. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of those kind of um, jumps where it goes back to Brigadoon and then back to the bar, and then finally he, Tommy's like, no, I'm done. Nope, can't do it. Mm. He tells Jane that he can't marry her. She tries to argue with him, and he continues to have, like, weird flashbacks of Brigadoon. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, I can't even get through one conversation with you <laughs> without... This is a musical PTSD. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> without having flashbacks. And so, you know what? Sorry, it's been fun. Gotta go. Wow. Um, and so, like, she's basically done. Jane leaves. And Jeff is there. He's drunk. But Tommy's like, I gotta go back to Scotland. I mean, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know if I'm gonna find anything when I get there. It'll probably be gone. Mm. There's not supposed to be anything there. Mm. But, but I gotta go. Maybe, maybe if he goes back to the same spot where it was and he sees for sure there's no way to go back, he'll at least be able then to get to, like, some on. peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then he can move on. Yeah. But there's just something in him that knows that he won't be able to move on until he goes back yeah. there to see. Mm. Just to see. That's fair. Because I think he knows he made a mistake and that if he could go back, he would have chosen to stay there. Hmm. So what he does is, he's like, Jeff, my buddy, come with me. Let's go to Brigadoon again. So he Pretty drives sure. Jeff with him for, mm. I don't really know why. Just Jeff, Jeff's a good friend. Bro support. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good friend. Mm. He goes with them. They go back to where they first were when they were hunting when they found Brigadoon. They don't see anything. But then, the mist starts oh, to come. the mist. The mystical music starts. You hear voices in the background singing. Mr. Lundy. Uh, Mr. Lundy appears and he says, My, my, you must really have loved her. You woke me up. And we know at that point that Mr. Lundy is there to take Tommy back to Brigadoon. To meet his true love, Fiona. Fiona McLaren. And so Tommy waves goodbye to Jeff and disappears with Mr. Lundy into the Highland Mist. To be reunited with his true love, Fiona. The end! Yay! So somehow, inexplicably, with no explanation at all, Tommy is able to go to Brigadoon. Four months well, later. Well, well, Mr. Lundy, like, he, he shows up and he's like, oh, he's like, you must really love her. You woke you, me up. You loved her so much, you woke me up. And actually, in the movie, I love this. They just have, like, a shot of, like, the outside of Fiona's house. 
And then, like, yeah. she opens the door and she's just, like, backlit, hey. like, standing there, yeah, like... Yeah, she's waiting. Ah! I'm awake! I'm awake. <laughs> Why? I'm waiting for you, boy. <laughs> but, the, but the thought, I guess the thought is that he loved her so much that he yeah. truly belonged there and it was enough. Well, because they said the only way somebody could stay is if they but truly love somebody, somebody inside. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, I guess the miracle. They just Across didn't really explain how it would work if someone came during the night. Yeah. Well, yeah, true, and also or when the like, town didn't exist, or just like if somebody showed up and was like, "Oh, look at this fucking shit!" Just because people are only supposed to be able to see it on that one day every hundred years. And then I guess the whole point is that if they don't truly love somebody in the town, that like when the night falls, they, they wouldn't leave, be able to. See they wouldn't it. be able to see it. They wouldn't be able to or come anything. back. But he had such a strong connection that like mm-hmm. it woke her up out of a sleep uh, to come and find him. That's which, true love, you guys. That's, that's kind of sweet in the end. It is because I guess I still think I guess just because I still think in my mind how hard it would be to like leave everyone I know and love. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I guess I just like to think he doesn't talk about like his mother or siblings or family. I have to assume he maybe doesn't have that in his life. Mm -hmm. Or does he? But still, Jeff is stuck in Scotland and he has to go back to America. Yeah, just be like, what a dick. Oh, um, uh, my friend who came with me to Scotland. There's gonna be like a missing persons report. I've been listening to a lot of true crime podcasts. He's going to be the number one suspect for... They're going to think he murdered him in the Scotland Highlands. It's true. He had to kill again. It's true. Yeah. He had to All kill again. All of a sudden, again. Tommy Albright just disappears. So the sequel the is the just poor Tommy. Sorry, the sequel is just poor, poor Jeff. Jeff. Poor Jeff. Dealing with the police reports. Yeah, get, getting, getting the, the Scotland getting Yard. The, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Getting all of the blame for murdering his friend in the Scottish Highlands. And no one will believe his story. No. Because why would they? Why would it's they? It's crazy. crazy. It's a crazy story. But the whole show is a crazy story. But it's really it sweet. Is. It's one of those Aww. classic 40s musicals. It is. If you yeah. don't think about it too hard, it no. is beautiful. And so I think that... I think, think about early musicals too oh, hard. Yeah. I even think modern musicals. There are some musicals where like, just don't think about it too hard. No. It's, it's meant to entertain. This is the end of the music. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I gotta pee. Oh. All right. Okay, good. Well, then, hey. We hope you've enjoyed... This afternoon's presentation Brigadoon. Thank you for listening. Brought to you by Drunk Musicals. Thanks to our guest star, Jess. Thank you. Jess. Thank you, Jess. And thank you. We will see you. I didn't know how to thank you. Next time. Clanky. Yeah, thank you. Drunk Musicals. (laughs) The end. Go pee, Roseanne. Yay. Thank Thank you for tuning in. (laughs) If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to leave a review to let us know what shows you want us to do. And don't forget to subscribe to get alerts when more episodes are available. This show is edited by David M. With original music from Deiji. For links to more of his music or additional show content, check out our Tumblr at drunkmusicals.tumblr.com. Good, Good show, show, everyone. Listen, oh, I cannot type. I'm so ready. My stomach I was like, bitch, you gotta hear the. You oh my god! Can we also melody. talk about how I have mic tape on my like, neck? I just well, want no, you know what? You might see that. And I got all this that goddamn that stickiness. One more it time. It doesn't go away. I'm gonna flip out for days. Like, it's sticky on my neck. Why can't the music director just follow the tempo that I have inside? I just don't get it. You guys, if you do the melody, then you fuck yourself. I'm done. I'm exhausted. Also, I love this show. Tracy. Love you guys.